Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf kuf mem hey kuchazari. We saw enough kuf mem dal the gemara and daf kuf mem dal menaf discussed the shita of Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda said that by certain fruit, the halacha is that if a person bring person intends to use them for to eat, then the halacha is that if the juice come out on Shabbos, he's allowed to use them on Shabbos. However, if he specifically intends to use the juice or stam, he has does not have specific kavanah. The halacha is prohibited to use on Shabbos. And the gemara asked, is that true that when somebody does not have any specific kavanah as a status of a liquid? The gemara asked, we had a kasha from a bris which sounded like that a person does not have specific kavanah, then it does not have a Stats of liquid, and the more answered either specifically over there, it does not have a status of liquid because he's going to lose a liquid over there, so therefore he's not matched of the liquid. Or the Gemara explained that when the Bryce has said that the person wanted the liquid, that's including a case of Stam, that a case of Stam, when a person does not have any specific Kavana, we assume that as a status of liquid, and therefore it's prohibited on Shabbos. That means what the Gemara brought down where the Rabbanon agree with Rehuda that in regards to Shire Paris, it's permissible to use our liquid on Shabbos, by Shire Paris, where in general they're not juiced, it's permissible to use our liquid on Shabbos. And then we saw the Gemara all the way on the bottom, Tosa Tremendous Chish, in regards to Srita, that if a person squeezes liquid, directly onto a food, Allah says that that is permissible on Shabbos. We do not look at it as if you're squeezing a liquid from another liquid. Rather, we look at it as if you're taking, separating food from another food, which is not a problem of dash, not a problem of squeezing on Shabbos. So, Bez Hashem, we're going to pick up today. The bottom of the Gemara is going to discuss this halacha about squeezing onto food. Then, Bez Hashem, the Gemara, and the is going to finish up the halachas of Srita. going to discuss a few more halachas of squeezing on Shabbos. Then, the Gemara, and the is going to talk about the halachas of Bishal Achar Bishal, of cooking something after something is fully cooked on Shabbos. And then, we're going to see some interesting Angatic Gemaras on Kufnam Hamid Beis. Let's see the Hagi Gemara. On the bottom of Daf Kufmam Dal and Beis, we are three lines up from the bottom. Says the Gemara Masiv Rami Barachama asks Rami Barachama. So we just concluded by saying that if a person squeezes liquid directly onto the food, Allah says that's permissible, and we do not we look at the liquid as if it's part of the food. So asks the Gemara Masiv Rami Barachama, Zav Shachelavasa. It's a person who is has too much Zav and he squeezes a goat, he squeezes the milk out. Hachal of Tameh says the Gemara that the says Rami Barachama that Allah is that the milk is Tameh. Now asks the Gemara the Amrit Mashkabala Eichlin Eichel who asks the Gemara, if you're going to tell me that a liquid which is going directly onto a salad, you're squeezing liquid directly onto a salad, is considered, has the status of food, but my Kasher asks the Gemara, so with what was the milk and Rashi explains that the, the Gemara was not machalic where the person is squeezing the milk. So the Gemara is assuming that we're talking about even a case where a person is squeezing the milk onto food. Now asks the Gemara of the person squeezing the milk directly onto the food and the, and the milk which is squeezed directly onto a, food, a salad has a status of a salad. So asks the Gemara why is the milk tamay the milk has a status of the food and it was never like we explained that liquid, and, I'm sorry, food in general in order for it to be makabotoma has to be hokshalakabotoma. So how is this milk ever hokshalakabotoma? And to the Gemara, Kadam and Rabbi and Rabbi Yechanan explained in another place, but says the Gemara, the first drop of milk which comes out of the udder, Rabbi Yechon is talking about the milk which comes out of a woman, but over here we're talking about the milk which comes out of the udder of the animal, that first tipa, that first drop of milk that comes out, you're not using that for the food, that Rashi explains is used to soften up the udder and it helps to, and it helps to get the liquid out, and therefore all the other milk which touches that tipa, which touches that drop, it's hokshalakabotoma through that drop. So, says Gemara, you have no proof from here whether the liquid which goes onto the food has the status of a salad or not, because that first tipa, that first drop, has the status of a liquid, and therefore it is machshalakabotoma. Says the Gemara, ask the Gemara again, Master Ravina, ask Ravina another question based on this, you said, based on this concept, Tamei Meish Shasachat Zesimanov, if you have a person who has the status of Mace, he is Thomas. He has Thomas Mace. He, he's in the oil of a, of a mace, or he touches Thomas Mace, and he squeezes out olives or grapes. It says the Gemara Kebeya Mechuvenes Tar. If the he squeezes out the exact amount of the grape or the olive, is the exact shear of a beya. The lacha is it is tar, as as Rashi explains, because food is only matami with a shear of a kebeya. And however, if it's exactly the size of a kebeya, so the second you started squeezing it, it was less than a kebeya, and therefore it was not hokshel kabotoma with more than a kebeya, and therefore it's it's not tamay. And again, Rashi explains that we're talking about where the person only touched the olive or the grape. 
we're not talking about where you touch the liquid because the liquid is totally mashu right away. So therefore, we're talking about where you touch the, the only the grape. Ha says Gemara, you ate However, if the if the Olive or the grape was bigger than the size, was larger than the size of Kabeah, the Allah it's Tameh, because when the person's squeezing it, so right away it's Mashla Kabotoma, and then it is Tameh. Now it says, Marvi Amran Mash Kabalech, Alech, Maya's Kasher asks the Gemara, the same Kasher we had before, if you're going to tell me that liquid which is squeezed directly on top of a salad is the status of a salad, so then how is this olive or grape, Hokshla Kabotoma, meaning we're assuming that the person is squeezing the liquid on top of a salad as well, because Gemara is not Machalik over here. So asks the Gemara, why is it Hokshla Kabotoma, Lacher, if the liquid has the status of a salad, it's not going to be able to be Mashla Kabotoma? Answers the Gemara. Who might tell him He asked the question. He answered the question by saying, "We're talking about over here where the person was squeezing the liquid specifically into a cup, specifically into a bowl, where he was the liquid was not going directly into a salad, and therefore had the status of a liquid, and therefore was able to be mashal the kavatuma." The Meiri just speaks out that when the Gemara is using the lishainets, the terms of kaara and kedera, which we've translated before, that kedera is a case a pot literally, and kaara is a bowl, and we explain that kedera is referring to when somebody has food inside, and kaara is a case where a person is not a food inside. The Meiri explains that. Bowl and pot are not are really interchangeable. Just normally, pe- people have food in their pots and don't normally have food in their bowls. So therefore, when we say kedera, it doesn't specifically mean a pot. It could be even, even be a bowl, just a case where a person has food in their bowls and it's permissible. A person does not have food in their bowl and it's prohibited. Other rishayim learn differently. It could be Rashi disagrees with this idea. But that's how we've been learning with the the entire so It says right This discussion that we've had, whether liquid which is squeezed out of a solid directly on top of a food does it have the status of a liquid or does it have the status of a solid, says a person who is baking, you have a baker who spreads out grapes on top of his bread. So the, says the Tanakama, he's not machshu the bread because we're going to see you as Hashem soon. He's, he puts the grape juice on top just to create a shine on top of the bread, and therefore it's not machshu the kavatoma. Rehu Daimerudah says hochsha it is hochsha the kavatoma. Now says the Gemara, the first attempt in the Gemara to explain this by saying like this: My let's say this is mar savar mashka The Tanakama holds a liquid which is put on top of the squeeze directly on top of the salad the status of the salad. And therefore, since you're putting it on the top of the bread, therefore it has the status of the bread, and therefore it's not mashal kavatoma. Umar Savar Labaikhla and Ruda holds it is not the status of the status of liquid, and therefore it is mashal kavatoma. Says your papa, Amar Papa, do kuyama mashka balaikhla labaikhla. Says your papa, no, really, I can tell you that everybody agrees that mashka, which is squeezed on top of food, does not have the status of food. It has the status of liquid. This is the girsa of Rashi and Tysis. We are going to go with their girsa. There are other girsais, the Gainam regards the other way around, that everybody agrees is Aikhla. We are going to go to Shita of Rashi. So everybody agrees that really does not have the status of food as the status of a liquid. So I, so what's the Machlaikis? Machlaikis is, in regards to liquid which you plan on it getting destroyed, that's the Machlaikis. Meaning a person squeezes the liquid and it's going to be destroyed. The question is, does that liquid have the ability to be Machlaikis? The Tanakama holds that it does not have the status of a liquid. And who holds as the status of a liquid? And Rashi explains when a person just burning the... He, he puts his bread in the oven immediately and it burns up the liquid. So the question is, that type of liquid, does that have the ability to mash the kabotum or not? So the Tanakhama held, it does not have the ability to mash the kabotum. This grape juice that you're spreading on top of the bread, the second you burn it, the grape juice disappears, it evaporates, and therefore it does not have the ability to mash the kabotum. However, Buddha disagrees, and you would hold that it does have the ability to mash the kabotum. Now says the Gemara, and let's say that it's the same machlaikas tanaim, a very similar machlaikas tanaim, whether liquid which you are going to destroy, that type, does that type of liquid have the ability to mash the kabotum or not? It's machlaikas tanaim, the Sani Mulat and Abraisa, a person who's squeezing 
taking out olives with his hands and soy with the hands which are tame. And so, so says the Gemara, Hokshur, the Halachas, he's Mashlokavatoma. And Rashover explains that the person is squeezing out the olives because he wants the liquid, he wants to soften the olives, and he wants the olive juice outside, he wants the olive oil outside because it gives some more flavor to the olives. So, therefore, since he wants the liquid, therefore it's Mashlokavatoma. However, says the Brisa, the person just wants to spread some salt on the olives and he wants to soften the olives with the salt sticks, he doesn't really care about the olive oil which comes out. Then he's not mashal kavatomik. He doesn't necessarily care about the liquid. However, lay down the geozaisa limsekim lav loyochsher. The person squeezes out the olive to see if the olives are ready, if the olives are ripe. So it says the Tanakam the lachos he's not mashal kavatomik. And Rebbe Rebbe says hokshar that he is mashal kavatomik. Now says the Gemara. Let's let's explain this machlek is in the simplest fashion. My labakum if we demar sever mashkei malibu and mashku umar sever lav mashku. Let's explain very simply this machlek is a liquid which is squeezed out, which is going directly to be destroyed. You're squeezing out this olive to, for the olive oil, and you don't care about the olive juice and the, you don't care about the olive oil, it's just going to get ruined. So the Tanakama held that that does not have the ability to mash the Kabotoma, and the Ruda holds it does have the ability to mash the Kabotoma. Says, Says, you're correct. This machlek is over here in regards to the olives, the person who's squeezing the olives just to see whether the olives, olives are ripe or not, you are correct. The machlek is that liquid which is immediately going to be ruined, whether that is the status to, of the liquid to be mash the Kabotoma or not. However, says the Gemara of Ahanach, Tanayavar, the first machlek that we had before in regards to the baker who was spreading the grape juice on top of the bread, that machlek is not a discussion about liquid which is going to be destroyed, going to be ruined. Rather, they're disagreeing whether liquid which is just put on top of a bread to give it a certain shine, to give it a certain look, does that have the ability to be mashal kabotom or not? That was the machlekes. And again, we are just concluding the sigil here of which liquids have the ability to be mashal kabotom and which liquids are not the ability to be mashal kabotom and which liquids you're allowed to squeeze on Shabbos, which liquids you're not allowed to squeeze on Shabbos. So we have seen pretty clearly from the sigil, and it's going to come up in other sigils as well, there is this idea, something which is called a halachic definition, that the terms that we've been using in the Gemara, we saw that milk, depending on why a person's squeezing it, depending where a person squeezing it in too can make the difference whether it's going to have the status of a liquid or going to have the status of a solid. And now, in regards to the English definitions of the concept of a liquid or a solid, this is not this is irrelevant. It doesn't does not make a difference where a person squeezing it. We, we see clearly this idea that the status the the concept whether something has the status of a liquid or a solid in halacha is very different than the English terms that we've been using and in regards to halacha it very much depends on what the person plans on using liquid for and possibly the perception of whether it's considered a liquid or a solid this is halacha what is the halachic status in the summer this is halacha what is the halachic status of a person who's eating ices or eating ice cream or a slush or the like does that have the status of a food or liquid to bracha achreina an interesting discussion in the place it says the heligi gemara viter Again, person is allowed to squeeze grapes directly into a pot as long as there's food inside, but not into a bowl. Which again, does not necessarily bowl or pot makes a difference. The difference is whether there's food inside or not. The Douglas here, I feel sechagara. A person is allowed to squeeze the fish for its brine even into a bowl, even if there's no food there, because Rash explains that the brine is the status of a food, and therefore it's permissible to squeeze on Shabbos. Says Helgemar right there. You learned, you taught this halacha in the name of Rav. Do not have a kasha. However, However, we taught this halacha that you're allowed to squeeze the fish for the brine in the name of Shmuel. And we have a question why? Because is it true that Shmuel holds up Allah as a person allowed to squeeze the fish for the brine even into a bowl, which is not a food inside? But we learned, and if a person has pickled vegetables and he squeezes them on Shabbos, if a person is squeezing them because he wants to get rid of the liquid, he doesn't want the vegetables to be full of so much liquid, Allah is permissible. However, we may if he wants to squeeze it for the liquid, the Allah is, that is pater you're not allowed to do it on Shabbos, but if you do it, you're, you are pater. Ushlaka is cooked vegetables, however, 
cooked vegetables, halacha is that tzai, if you're squeezing the lagufa and tzai, if you're squeezing it to just get the liquid out of the vegetable tzai, if you want the actual liquid, halacha is it is permissible on Shabbos. We take a look at Rashi. Rashi explains this halacha. Lagufa says Rashi. If you're squeezing out the vegetables because you want to eat them and you don't want the liquid inside, then you'll be able to eat them. That's permissible. It's not an issue of mafarak. You're not squeezing it for the liquid. Therefore, it's mutter lechatchila because that's not considered an issue of mafarak. However, in a case where a person squeezing out for the liquid by the pickled vegetables, potter, the alchazi's potter, she ends in mafarak. That's not considered an issue of mafarak. Because the issue of mafarak, the iser of squeezing on chavis, is only when you're squeezing out a, f- a liquid from a fruit, which the liquid came from the fruit itself. Over here, where the liquid came because you're pickling the vegetable, therefore it's not an iser derisa of mafarak. Avol aser, but says Rashi, why is it? So why the chacham say it's aser? Atu zeisam adam, the chacham made exera. Atu where you're going to squeeze a fruit which had the liquid inside, and that would be iser derisa. However, shlokis Rashi explains why is that mutter? Why by the cooked vegetables is permissible even if you're taking out the liquid, even if you want the liquid. Says Rashi, afilu emein lab mashkin inu elaychol because says Rashi because the cooked vegetables, the liquid in the cooked vegetables are not considered mashka; they're considered eichol. Again, very relevant. Halach lamaisin to get to vegetable soup. Was the halach on vegetable soup with the, which does not have any vegetables? Does have the status of an eichol? Does have the status of a mashka? Very negative. It says Gemara Vaiter Shmuel Amr Shmuel says Echadzeh the Echadzeh Lugufa Motor Lemein Potter Blaster Shmuel said no. Side if the vegetables are pickled. Side if the vegetables are cooked. Alachas if you're squeezing it because you don't want the vegetables to have so much liquid that is permissible. However, if you want the liquid, then the Chacham made Xera and it's going to be an issue of Schitim and Rabbanon. Now asks the Gemara. The Gemara is assuming that Doug with Zira that squeezing out for the brine should be the same case as a person who's squeezing the vegetables for the liquid. And Shmuel said it's Potter Blaster. So asks the Gemara, how did we say before that Shmuel holds that this is going to be permissible? So Amalei said back to me. Kim is lashon of Shmuel in a row of Lazar. This is a lashon of I saw it, and you can't disagree with me. Pumadur of Yermia Shmuelu. I heard this from the name of Yermia. Reb Yermia, Reb Zera, Reb Yermia from Zera, Reb Zera, Reb Chia Bar Ashi, Reb Chia Ashi. May Rav. So uh, we heard this member directly from Rav, and therefore you do not have a question from Shmuel. Meaning we taught this member in the name of Rav, and you said that you heard it from the name of Shmuel. And you had a question, so he responded, "No, this member was for sure heard the name of Rav because I have a clear Misaira. I heard it from Yermia, heard from Zera, heard from Chia Ashi, who heard directly from Rav, and therefore we do not have a question because this is not the member from Shmuel, it is a member from Rav, and therefore we do not have a question from Shmuel. Says the Gemara writer Gufa. Says the Gemara Kvashim Shasach on the pickled vegetables that you squeezed. Amar al Gufa, Mutter, if you're squeezing out because you do not want so much liquid, then Alachas is Mutter, Lemein, Potter of Lasser. If you're squeezing out for the liquid, it's Potter of Lasser. Shlak is Ben the Gufa, Ben Lemein, Mutter. However, cooked vegetables, Saif, you're squeezing out for the liquid, Saif, you're squeezing out because you do not want the vegetables to have so much liquid inside, it is Mutter. Shmuel Amar Shmuel says, Echad Zavachazel, Gufa, Mutter, Lemein, Potter of Lasser. Rabbi Yechen, Rabbi Yechen, it says, Echad Kvashim, Echad Shlakis, Gufa, Mutter, Lemein, so Rechon has a, a bigger extreme that if a person squeezing out the liquid does not make a difference if it's pickled or if it's cooked. If he's squeezing it out because he doesn't want so much liquid in the vegetables, he doesn't want it to be so soggy. The Allah is that However, if he's squeezing it out for the liquid itself, he is chayv achat. He's chayv midiraisa. Asks the Gemara, Meisveisertan kvashim b'Shabbos. The Allah is you're allowed to squeeze pickled vegetables on Shabbos, pickled fruit on Shabbos. The Tzerach Shabbos, if you need it for Shabbos, the Loyel Matzah Shabbos, you're not allowed to squeeze it for for the purpose of Matzah Shabbos. Issues of Achana, issues of preparing for Matzah Shabbos. Now says the Gemara, the Zeisim vanavim lo yischayt v'imsachet chayv However, olives and grapes you're not allowed to squeeze, and if you squeeze them, you're going to be chayv echatas. Now, ask the Kasha the Rav, Kasha the Shmuel, Kasha the Rebbeach. this brisa, which is extremely ambiguous, it doesn't clarify any details of the Kasha in all of them, because each one of them, Rav, Shmuel, and Rebbeach, all would clarify this brisa, all would explain with different details. So, answer the Gemara. That each one of the each one of these Amorayim are going to answer this brisa differently. Rav tarets the Tamei, Shmuel tarets the Tamei, and Rebbeach tarets the Tamei. Says the Gemara, Rav, Shmuel, and Rebbeach are each going to explain this brisa according to their halachas. It's actually very interesting. Rav, Shmuel, and Rebbeach there are all shitas in the Rishayim that hold that each one of these can't disagree with Brises. However, we the Rishayim speak out that this idea that we say that Rav Tanu Palag, this concept that we say that Amoyer could disagree with the Tana, even if he could, this is only Bidiev, this is only if you don't have another tarot, and therefore we hear the Gemara is going to get, attempt an explanation, the Gemara is going to explain 
how each one of these Amorim would disagree with the, would explain the Bryce. As it says in Gemara, Rabbi Tartus, the May Rabbi would explain this Bryce. So she taught say, Serch in question, he would add words and explain like this. Serch the Kavashim Bishab, the Serch Shabbos, without a squeeze, pickled vegetables, the Serch Shabbos, the Lamata Shabbos. He would explain like this. Pamed, when is it permissible? The Gufa, that's only if he's squeezing it because he doesn't want so much liquid. Avul Mimei and Patar Vlasser. However, if he's squeezing it for the liquid, Allah has Patar Vlasser, Ushlakis, and cooked vegetables, Bain the Gufa and Bain the Mimei and Mutter. And cooked vegetables, Sai the Gufa and Sai the Mimei and Mutter, the Chachila. The Zaysim and Avim Lais, right? However, olives and grapes, you're not squeeze them. Sachter and Chayav Chatas. And if you squeeze them, you're Chayav Chatas. Shmuel Matar to the Mei. Then Shmuel would explain this price, Lashit Hatsai. And again, not necessarily adding a word, but you would explain this what the Bryce meant. Serch and Kwashim Shabbos, Serch and Shabbos, Puadin Lishlakis. Then when the Bryce said you're allowed to squeeze pickled vegetables on Shabbos, it means Puadin, you're allowed to squeeze cooked vegetables. But Medvon, when is that true? Lagufon, that's only if you're squeezing it out because you don't want so much liquid in the vegetable. However, if you're squeezing it for the liquid, it's patav lotzer. However, olives and grapes you're not allowed to squeeze. So if you squeeze them, you're chayav chatas. And Rabbi Yechon retired to the man. Rabbi Yechon would answer this price of shitasai. Serch and kwashim l'tzerach shabbos. You're allowed to squeeze the l'tzerach shabbos. Well, the matzah shabbos. Ech kwashim, ech shlokes. Sai if they're cooked, sai if they're pickled. The medvam we're running to the halacha. Say legufon. That's why you're squeezing it because you don't want so much liquid. However, the main l'yisrael l'tzerach and asking we should tzerach zeisam adam mechayav chatas. So if you squeeze out sai the cooked vegetables, sai the pickled vegetables for the liquid itself, it's as if you squeezed out. The liquid from Zaysim and Avim, from grapes and olives, are going to be chayv echatas. So, okay, I'll give more right to Amr Rashi. Rav, the Rav, and the Chayv Al Trisa Zaysim and Avim Mavad says Rav Chirashi, the name of Rav, Midaraisa, a person's only chayv when he squeezes out olives or grapes on Shabbos. However, all their fruit are only going to be chayv Midarban and Rashi explains because these are the only fruit that are squeezed in the norm, normally for their juice, and therefore those are only two you're going to be chayv for. Now, says Gemara, once we quoted a member in the name of Rav, we're going to quote a few more members. Vain, Aidmi, Piyad, Kasher, and Allah is. That one witness is not allowed to testify in the name of another witness. Only in a case of only in a case where you're testifying that a person's husband was nifter, that a person's husband dies, that's the only case where one witness is allowed to quote another witness in court. However, in all their cases in the Torah, the halacha is that Bezin has to hear it directly from the person who saw it, and that person is not allowed to quote anybody else. And this is an extremely important Rashi of here. Rashi explains the reason why an 8 echad or 8 8 mipi 8 works in this case is because they look at the top Rashi, behold him a kalash, that you're about Rashi of here says the reason why the 8 isha works 8 mipi 8, and probably we presume as well that it works Ali de isha and all the types of people, is because Rashi says, Called Makadish, I Rabban Makadish, and the Rabban of the Bodhi to Mafkir, someone else's Kedushin. Now, as a show, when we get to Mesach and Sivamas, we'll see that Divari Tayra, Ashir Makam Echad, Veani Makam Echad, this is Yusham Rosh Hashanah, that sometimes the Iker Sige we're going to see is Mesach and Sivamas, and most Rishayim do not like Rashi. The Pashim Shan that does not seem like Rashi, it's because of Afkinu. It seems like other Pshat and Tyson Apichas is going to give a Pshat, and the rest of the Rishayim are going to give a different Pshat over there, but not because of Afkinu. However, there's a Chubas Rashi, which sounds like she does Rashi as well, but we cannot forget this Rashi. Again, Rashi over here, Mesach Lashabs, and Tongue is an extremely important Yusai. The reason why Bezin believed in Aid Mipia is not because Bezin has the ability to believe people specifically in regards to Aidas, like the Ram himself sounds like at the end of Gershon. It's because of this idea that called Makash that Rabban Mikhadish says he like more vitr. What's Alakha in regards to Aid Mipiaid by Aidas of Bukhar? As Rashi explains that the Bukhar has a mum that the oldest animal which is given to Kain now is a mum, and we have to bring Aidas that the mum happened by itself and not and not that the Kain himself did it. So if it asks the Gemara, does that have does the Kain himself have to bring an aid that saw it, or is he allowed to have Aid? is he allowed to have, bring a witness who's quoting somebody else? It says Gmar Ravamia Asir Rav Asi Shar Machlekes Amarim. Says Gmar Ravamia Rav Asi Latana Dvei Menashe Enei Piyad Kasha Adisi Shabbat. Asks Gmar, we just said before. 
at the halacha is that the only scenario where Eidu Pied is kosher is by Eidus Isha. So Lachar does not include Eidus of Lachar. And so the Gemara, Eimah le Eidus Sheishik Sher Lebavad. And so the Gemara, no, I'll tell you that it means any Eidus which a woman's kosher for, so too an Eidu Pied is going to be kosher for as well. So and says the Gemara of Yemah, Achshar Eidu Pied Lebavad. And says the Gemara of Yemah was Machshar Eidu Pied. Then he allowed Eidu Pied by Eidus of Lachar. And says the Gemara, Karlim Reimar Yemar Shai Bracher. And Reimar said about Reb Yemar that Reb Yemar is Shai Bracher. That Reb Yemar is Matir Bracher because he's allowing Eidu Pied by. Eidus of Bachar and says the Gemara. Avol pikin halchasai Eidu Pied kashel Bachar says the Gemara. The conclusion is that Eidu Pied is kasher. A woman's kasher to say testimony in regards to the Bachar and so too Eidu Pied is kasher as well. Says the Gemara writer Chalitz Tavash. Mishnah said that if a person started squeezing the honey comes from her of Shabbos and then the liquid came out on Shabbos itself, we had a machlekes whether you're allowed to use the liquid on Shabbos. Says the Gemara. Kiasur of Aishim and Erdah and Aishim came from Erdah. Also, Aishim and Sitabiyali. He came and he brought a brayz with him. Again, interesting discussion. Exactly what it means that he brought a bunch of brayzes with him. Interesting discussion. Says the Gemara. Zaysav and Avim Shariska Mayor of Shabbos. The Yatsum Yatsum Allah is if the person started squeezing these, the olives and the grapes in the air of Shabbos, he started crushing them up, and then they went out, came, the liquid came out by themselves. Allah is that liquid is prohibited. hold it's permitted. Why exactly? What was the Chiddush over here? The Mishnah already said we have a like this. So all that, all that Ravisha added was that Rav Shimon also agrees to Rav and holds it's permissible. So what was the point? Why Rav Yosef, what was, what was the Chiddush over here? He just wanted to add that Rav that Shimon holds his mother as well. What was the point in adding that? So the Gemara Amalei a big Chiddush and if we would just quote our Mishnah, I would say, I would say that our Mishnah, which we're talking about honey, so originally it was honey, and now and originally it was a food, and so to now it's also food. It's not, we don't consider honey liquid in regards to Shabbos, to make car, in our case of Zaysavanovim, where originally it was a food and now it was a liquid, maybe I'll tell you, maybe I'll tell you that even in this case it would be prohibited, over here, that no, even in this case, if Lezner Shimon hold, that is permissible if the liquid started coming out on our Shabbos, you got to use the liquid on Shabbos. It is interesting, the Gemara over here is telling us that honey is considered a food. I believe there's rice back and forth, and the Rechreinim discusses in different chuvits whether honey has the status of a liquid, whether honey has the status of a food, and again, to different halachas. Definitely over here, we see now Gemara, the Gemara is calling it a food. It says the Helgi Gemara Viter. Now we're going to go through the sugya of In Bishal Achar Bishal, that once something is cooked in Arab Shabbos, the halacha is that there's, you, it is pro, it's permitted to cook it again on Shabbos. Since it's fully cooked, we look at it as if it's already cooked before Shabbos, and therefore you're not doing any Isa Bishal on Shabbos, never it's permissible. Now, by the time we're going to see some interesting on Gemara. So it says the Helgi Mishnah. Anything which came into hot water on Arab Shabbos was cooked in Arab Shabbos. Sure, nice Bacham Shabbos. Allah has got to soak it in hot water on Shabbos because it's already cooked. Ain't Bishal Achar Bishal. Bechosh Leibab Bacham Arab Shabbos. However, anything which did not go in hot water, anything which was not cooked in hot water on Arab Shabbos, Madicha Nice Bacham Shabbos. Allah is, you're allowed to rinse it with hot water on Shabbos, but you're not allowed to cook it with hot water on Shabbos. You're not allowed to put it in hot water on Shabbos because then it's an issue of Bishal, an issue of cooking. Says the Mishnah Chutz Min Amaliyah Chayashin, except for this very salty fish, the Kulis Haspan, and another type of fish, which says the Mishnah Zui Gmar Shat Chasan Zui Gmar Lachton, that in this case, you're not even allowed to rinse it with hot water because these cook very quickly, very easily, and therefore, if you rinse it with hot water, it's going to get cooked, and it's a problem on Shabbos. Says the Mai asks the Mishnah, what are we to ask the Gemara? What are we talking about? The Mishnah said that anything which is cooked in Arab Shabbos, you're allowed to put in hot water in Arab Shabbos. So the Gemara asks, give me an example of something which is fully cooked in Arab Shabbos, and now you're allowed to put in hot water in Shabbos. Amr of Safra of Safra said, Kagain Tanavasar of Abba, like the chicken of Abba, that it was cooked, it was completely cooked in Arab Shabbos. So Amr of Papa said, Zimna Chada, one time Amr of Safra said, I went to the place of Abba, but Amr of Abba ate that type of chicken, the lawyer of Abba Dashin Chamabat Klasa Tarfin, from Abba didn't give me this very good wine. It's not see I would get sick because it was so disgusting. He said, 
I, he said I would have threw up because it was so disgusting to me. I would have had to throw up from that food. Rabbi Yechanan said, I threw up. I used to, from, just from hearing, just, I would spit. I'm sorry for when I would even think about this kusach This was a type of dip which we're going to have in many different places that in bubble used to dip their food into. It was so disgusting. Says Rabbi Yechanan that he would spit. It would, it was, it would make me grossed out when I would think about that food. I'm Rabbi Yosef. And Sarbasa said, well, I should spit when I talk about the chicken of Rabba, meaning they're both insulting each other's foods. Gaza said, one time I went up to there, Gaza says, no, don't insult everybody. Don't insult the food. One time Gaza says, I went to Eric Yisrael, and I made this kusach to I made this dip. And all the people in Eric Yisrael who were sick, they asked me for this dip. So he was saying, don't make fun of this kusach to Don't make fun of the Babylonian food, because look, when I went to Eric Yisrael, they all wanted it, so you should not make fun of me. Again, what exactly is going on over here that there are Babylonians are making fun of this, uh, the, the food in Eric Yisrael, and Eric Yisrael is making fun of the food in Babel. Duffin needs work. I didn't get a chance to see any of the Achreinim, any other Pshat over here. Would love to hear if anybody has a Pshat in this Gemara. Says the Helgi Gemara of Eiter. Asks the Gemara, let's say you do rinse it, you do rinse these things, these two items of the Mishnah, which the Mishnah said that they get they cook very quickly, and you're not allowed to even rinse them in hot water on Shabbos. It says more, what's the if you talk to do it? Amr Basif. You're going to be It is also It's an issue of Bishel. The mission said that when you cook, when you rinse these items in hot water, that it's hot chasen zuyik mar and it's completing the malacha, which Rashi explains. You could get confused and think that it's an issue of of makvapatish finishing something. Rashi says not makvapatish. Rashi, the mission says it's an issue of Bishel. This is Bishel deraisa. Shmaminah, we are clearly from our mission that you're going to be chayiv deraisa. Again, an fascinating discussion. Whether there is a concept of makor patish by it's not our discussion over here. But definitely Nagea, Halachla Maisa, practically is there Makkah Pathish by Echlin? Definitely Nagea. Says the Helgi Gomar Viter. Yasser Chebra Abba, Rabbi Asikamadir Birchen, and says, Where the two Amorim were sitting in front of Birchen, and Yasser Birchen would come in Amni, and was sitting there, and he was dozing off again. We've mentioned this before. Why the Gomar always mentions that they were dozing off? Definitely something interesting to think about. It is interesting to note that, as the Shem are going to see, that even when Birchen woke up, he was spacing and he was able to hear what was going on. So you see that even when they were dozing, they were interested in hearing what the terror which was being discussed. Says the Gomar Amalir Chebra Abba, Rabbi Asikamadir Birchen, they started asking the two Amorim were sitting there in front of Rebbech and they started asking each other interesting questions. So he said to him, Why are the birds in Babel fat? Amorim said back to him, Go to the Midbar and you'll, and you'll see that there's birds which are fatter than them, so it's not such a big chiddish. The birds in Babel are not so fat. So then he asked him, He asked him, Why are the people in Babel so happy by the Yomtiv? So he responded, Because they're very poor and therefore they don't have money the rest of the year. So therefore, they only the only time they buy special items is for Yomtiv, and that's why they're very happy on Yom Tov. The Achrayim speak out. That's the only time they buy wine, and Yain is what makes people happy, and therefore that's why they're very happy on Yom Tov. So then he asked him, So then he asked him, Why are they dress up so nicely? Why do they wear such fancy, fancy clothing? So he said back to him, Because they're not B'nai Terah. Two Pshatim over here, what does it mean they're not B'nai Terah? So one Pshat is that since they're not B'nai Terah, since even the time they're not B'nai Terah, therefore the only way that they get respect is by, dress, by dressing up, because really they're not fitting for the position. They're not really becoming B'nai So the only way that people respect him is because they dress very nice. However, if you take a look, some of the in the back explain that the Pshat is that really they weren't the Tamidacham and Babel were big Tamidacham. However, the people didn't respect him. And the only way the people were going to respect him because the people were not were not Tamidacham, because they were Amaratsim, therefore the only way that they would respect them is if they would wear fancier clothing, they would dress nicely, and therefore that's why the Rabbanim 
had to wear nicer clothing. It's very interesting in certain places in Europe, they're different menhagim, in certain places in Eastern Europe versus in Western Europe, in Germany, for example, the, they were extremely makbid. They, the Rabbanim over there were extremely makbid to make sure that they were always dressed very refined, very nicely. My grandfather was actually in the Rabiner Seminar in Germany where they were, there was a seminary which was for Rabbanim and one of the things they were very makbid on was the way a person dressed, was the way a person carried himself, was something which is extremely important. It says the Heilige Gemara Weiter, so then, she asked him, "Mipnei ma?" Oh, he doesn't wear. And the first word on the line, "Mipnei," so it doesn't work. "Mipnei ma?" So he asked him, "Why do they have have zuama?" Which could be either referring to a smell or something disgusting. So he responded, "Mipnei shayachin shkatzer matzim," because they each shkatzer matzim, which is something that the Gemara references a few times that there's some sort of connection between each shkatzer matzim and this zuama. Says the Gemara, "It's yar bu rabbi So then Rabbi Yechon woke up. Armulo he said back. He so he said, "This talmidim dardkim, my talmidim, my little children, like chacham arti lechem did I not tell you?" And Mar lechachma chayziat, and which is a pasuk about chachma. Which means in bar lecha davrekah chayisa she yesur lecha amrayu v'malav leiter amrayu. Pasuk says that if chachma is like your sister, which means if you know very clearly like, that, like who your sister is, then you should say. But if you don't know, if you don't know the answer, so don't say. So he was telling them you shouldn't have answered these questions if you don't really know the answer. If you're not clear on the answer, just say you don't know. Again, we saw some tachlis brachas that a person should accustom himself to saying any day shemitim tzavadai. A person should accustom himself to saying I don't know. If you're not clear on the answer, you could say I don't know. Or you could say this is possibly an answer. So now Rabbi Yechonan is going to, pr- to provide his own answer to these questions. So says the Gemara. So he said to him, So he said, the Talmudim said to Rabbi So you explained to us the answer. So he said, Back in because the birds are not going to Gaulus, and therefore they are very fat because they didn't fly so much. And everyone like the Pasuk says, Shanan Maya Minura Vishikro Shmarov and the Gemara skips about Gaulah and the Pasuk says that they didn't go into Gaulus, so therefore that's why they're not very fat. Now the Gemara asks, How do you know the Hachim and Al Nagal? How do you know the birds in our Tisrol went into Gaulus? Says Gemara, Desani learned in Bryce Rehuda, Rehuda says, Nun Beshan Alevarish Behuda for 52 years, nobody was in our not a man stepped into the place of Huda in Artis Rosh Nemar, like the Pasuk says, Alahar Mesabachi, Venev Al Nois Midbar Kina, Kinitzko Miklish, Ayur Vlashamu Kum, Miknem, Aifa Shmaim, Abhema, nor do Holchus, you see that everything left Artis Rosh when they went into Gauls and says, the Gemara. So therefore, for 52 years, Eretz Yisrael, everything went into Gaulus. So there too, the birds also went into Gaulus and Eretz Yisrael, and that's why they're not as fat as the birds in Babel. Taisa just points out, this is an asmach, the Ba'amu, the Nunbe, the Nafkli, Rashi explains that we can get to 52 without this Gemachia Behemoth. So Taisa just says that this Behemoth is just an asmach. Again, something we'll have to be mind more when we get to himself as Nazir, Hashem. Is there even a concept that Gemachia could be it's a drasha derived. So we hear Tyson's pointing out that this gematria is an asmachta. Does that mean that in other places the gematria is a real type of drasha? We will have to see. So then he said back to him, that every, all the types of animals came back to Artis Rol, except for this close husband. These streams of bubble, these waters, they brought the waters back to, they brought everything back to Artis this river in Artis Rol. However, this fish, this close husband, since it doesn't have a very strong Mind. Therefore, it was not strong enough to make a trip back to Israel, and that's why it did not come back. So then they asked him, So they asked Rabbi Yechon, Why are the people in Babel so happy on the Yomtev? Because they were not in the Klala. That Klaisel was cursed, they're not going to enjoy the Yomtev. But that was only in Israel. That was not in Babel. Because the Pasuk says, That the Pasuk says, You're not going to be happy in the Yomtev. The Pasuk says, That again, the they're not just do they do averis, but then they want to know what xera, what 
said, Xer, I'm going to bring on them. Amar Bitzak, Emcha Karaga Ragashle Basa, Bashas Tipari, and I said, Bitzak, there was no Yamtiv that did not pass by, that the warriors did not come from Tipari, that did not go through Tipari again. We're talking about the different Tsaras that happened to Kleiser on the Yamtiv of Amar Khanina. That every Yamtiv in Israel, there were always these different officers, these different legions, these different armies who came through to Pari They destroyed their Simchas Yamtiv. Exactly what the Baal's Meir is is a little bit unclear. The Arach has one suggestion, the Maratz suggests that when the officers would go out, they would carry these Meirs in front of them, they would carry these vines in front of them. That's what these Baal's Meirs are. But the point is, they weren't saying that they always had Tsaras on the Yamtiv. That was only in Israel. So then he asked them, why did have to dress up so? Fancy, why are they wearing such fancy clothing? Because they're not in their own place, because they're not learning, they're originally not from Babel, and therefore they have to wear nicer clothing. Like Mark explains, that when a person's in his own place, then people recognize him by his name, so he doesn't have to wear fancier clothing. However, in another place where any person goes, he travels somewhere else, so the only way people are going to originally initially respect him is if he wears fancier clothing, and that's why the Chum and Babel have fancier clothing. Quick we saw today, the Gemara on the Amanav taught us some new halachas about squeezing on Shabbos. Again, the Gemara reviewed this halacha that a person is allowed to squeeze directly on top of food into a pot, but he's not allowed to squeeze into a bowl, which we explained in a case where there's no food in the bowl, it is going to be prohibited. Then we saw the Gemara had a th- big machlekes in regards to pickled foods and cooked foods. What is halacha with their juices? Do we say that since their juices are not part of the fruit, therefore it is not a problem to squeeze them or not? And we saw the three machlekes between Rab, Shmuel, and Rechran. Then we saw the Mishnah and the told us the Yalacha that in Bishvach or Bishel, that there's no issue of cooking something after it's fully cooked in Arab Shabbos. And then we saw a bunch of interesting questions that was asked between the Amorayim and Rabbi Yechonin offered his Terutzim. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.